This is a main hustle media podcast. Hey, what up? That means we live. We got the red, the red up there in the corner. So that we means got the red in the corner. we got the red in the corner. <laughs> hey, I came right from working out. Nice. Beautiful. So I'm still, I still got a shower. I had I to went, put my head in a hat because it's not, it's not, it's not good right now. It's not good right now. It's not good right now. Yeah. I it's mean, like, it's in that trans, it's in that transition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, no, I, I had, I worked out. I got off work and then I had to work out and then I had to go to virtual back to school night okay. for beans. And then yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, so I, was like, I feel like I was in too much darkness. So I move it. Sorry. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So I had to do virtual school back to school night uh, with for beans and then get rice to soccer practice and then come back. It was just yeah, you know, too so. many things. Luckily, the field for soccer practice is literally like right down the street. So, oh, is it that one? <sighs> you can see from if you're on your street. Mm-hmm. No, that's not bad. Yeah. That's well, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurs. It is I, Shang Beezy, <laughs> again with you, uh, with again with you. Uh, and I am I am I am from Hotel California. And you are in Houston, trying to stay dry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't have a Shang-Chi name. I'm just going to say this week I have announced that I my cosplay name is the Blasian Blurred. Yes. So now I am the Blasian Blurred. Get up on it. Get up on it. Get up on it. Let me change my name on here real quick. Boom. Make it official on the ass. The Blasian Blurred. Look at me. Boom. Now you official. <laughs> now you official like a referee with a whistle. You feel me? Nice. All right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, last week we took off because we, you know what I'm saying. And and, and it's just to to tell to show y'all that sometimes you need a mental day, mm-hmm. regardless of when it is, regardless yeah. of what what uh, 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 prior engagements that you have. Yeah. Do not hesitate to tell yourself you need some time to yourself yeah. or doing some things that make you happy instead of doing things that you have to do. You see what I'm saying? This may make you happy, but you had other things that you wanted to do for your body, for your yeah. mind. I just didn't your- have, oh, that's my favorite cat. Um, I just didn't have, like, I had, like, three or four bad mental health days. Like, I just wasn't in it. And I don't even have anything in particular that was going on. It was just... It is like, what it is. Yeah, it was just um, my my... I needed a course correction for in a like took a couple of days for me to get back to right. okay and then and then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I ended up actually that night. I think I went to go see Shang Chi for the third time too, just because I needed something else to do to Number get my three. mind right. Yeah, and I usually do three times um, the first weekend, but I missed. I did two. I did uh, Thursday, Friday, Tuesday. All right. So that's what I did. I didn't end up doing three in the weekend like I normally do. What's the what what and before we go into it, what does the number eight have to do with something? What does is the number not, eight have to do? Is with there it? is there something that because he was like there was like 
a number that it was like it did something million 88 million was it 88 maybe it was between depending on what source you see it was between 71 and 84 million in opening weekend okay Right. And so I know that he he had something that he was like, oh, quite fortuitous when he when he saw the numbers. So well, I was like, it's possible that eight is a auspicious number for Chinese. Um, mm-hmm. I know that four and six is bad luck for both Chinese and Japanese. And so, like, we don't you know how in America there's not like the 13th floor. Right. There's not like the I don't know if there's the fourth and sixth there, but I know that in Japan, if they put you in the hospital and you get you get sent to the fourth floor, you assume you're going to die. Wow. For real? That's the bad luck number. So it's I don't know because I'm a Japanese, not a Chinese. Um, I don't know if eight is their good luck number, but it's possible that it's their good luck number. It was something like that. He he was was tweeting something about eight, the number eight. Yeah, I think it was 88 million, something like that. So, yeah, that's what it, yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Um, I can look it up. How about I do that? Yeah. He said, yeah, because I think he had, um, he had tweeted something and it was like, oh, look at that, quite fortuitous. And I was like, that's, it has to mean something. But I wouldn't have been able to. It's the luckiest number in China. They believe the more eights, the better. The Cantonese word for eight is pronounced ba. Sounds similar to the word which means prosper or wealth. In the regional dialects, the word eight and fortune are similar. So it is an auspicious number. I mean, yeah, I like the word eight because it's like I ate some, you know what I'm saying? So that's, uh, you know, fortuitous to me. You know what I'm so, but uh, yeah, I remember him saying that shit. So, um, so that makes yeah. sense why like the eight, the 88 would have been a bit like if there's extra eights in there. For me, it's three, yeah. and I can't tell. Um, I mean, like, well, first of all, wait, where is it? Beep. My family crest. Here, I got to stand up so it's in the right. There it is. There this, is this is one of my family crests, and that's the number three. Um, from This is the top. That's the bottom. Yeah. Um, so it just so happens that half of my family, the Hanioka side, they have three in their crest. And um, it's a tortoise show also, uh, mm-hmm. tortoise show. Um, so I, I don't know, but I think it's something to be three, like three Hanu, Hanu being a, a, a turtle or a tortoise. Um, and then my other side of the family, the Matsumotos, it means the land of three pines. And so our, our emblem is Breeze, in a circle okay. and it's three pines. And so a lot of Japanese lo- um, mons, these are called mons, uh, they have some three something in it like something three so i think three is the japanese good luck number but also i just like three that's my favorite yeah number I'm, it's a good number it's a good number i don't know so. i like i like i like seven and i did like 37 in in high school but my number now is 50 that's my 50 number that's your number is that because that's your football number that was my football number um it's funny because uh rice that's her number is that an uh, accident no, it's not. So Beans is her mom's number, which is five. Okay. So she goes off, you know, number five. Um, and then so when Rice wanted a number, she was like, I don't want to be five, two. You know what I'm saying? So or five also, I should say, uh, when you're saying, talking about numbers. But she said, I don't want to be five also. So I'm going to be, uh, you know, 
I won't, I'll be your number dad. So then, you know, so like, it's cool because when she's pitching, you know, we like, let's go five Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, it just goes. Um, but it sucks because they're both like, they both start with five. So like mm-hmm. when, when beans is pitching, it's just like, let's go five. And then I'm sometimes I'll say five. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, never mind. Hey, five. You know what I mean? So it's like, I ha- I should have made them separate that shit. And, and so it, it, yeah, it's just, it, it, you know why I picked that number when I was younger. Hmm. So I was 64 and then I had some other numbers and shit. And in high school, I picked that number because I had it when I was in youth football and it was because I'm 50% black and I'm 50% white. <laughs> like for real, just randomly. I was like, okay, I like 50 because you know, and I guess I was really, I guess I was aware of my mixedness back then. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so was, we definitely were. We just didn't know what to call it, I think. Right. So I, I guess I, li- I remember, you know, I would say that to people, you know, when I was that's younger. Cool. But yeah, so that's. I guess that's uh, why I always said that I liked the colors black and yellow because I thought about me being black and Yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> Uh, we did it. We found our little ways. So yeah. So there out. it is. Um, so, and we are back this week. And so you have seen Shang Chi. How you say it? Shang Chi. Shang. Yeah. Shang Chi. Well, I can't make the vowel sounds quite. So it's like Shang Chi. Like he, yeah, he exactly. does that pronunciation for you. Shang-Chi. And it's got to yeah. it like moves up. As you speak, um, but yeah, the closest that I can get to with the vowel it's, that I have is shum. Yeah, it's it, it's weird because it's the the chi part that I just break it down so it's that like people a understand. G, it's not even in yeah, the part that's of what mouth. I said. Yeah, right. It's like the tz how they do it like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. or, you know what I mean? So it's like it's weird how like I know I know our it's our brain. Our brain is seeing a ch and we're like oh chi like chi, you yeah, know chi. like chi. Uh, so mm-hmm. Japanese does that too, because like the word tsunami is a Japanese word, but we've used it in English and it's T-S-U. That sounded su. Yeah. But we don't have an equivalent. So we say no. tsunami here right. in the States, but it's tsunami. And it's same with like um, the sound do. It's like if an American sit, the- pronounce a word that has do in it, you would say to yeah. or do. Like but dojo? Yeah, do, yeah, but it, but it's like a, it's supposed to be like a, it's 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 translated into like T O, but it's, right. do, it's like a D and a T at the same time. Right. I grew up hearing it, so I have the vowel sounds. I can pronounce all of the Japanese vowel sounds, and I can pronounce all of the American English vowel sounds, but I can't make Chinese vowel sounds, and I can't make, um, like you know, if I were to try Swahili right now, I can't make mm. like, all of the sounds. I tried to teach myself a little bit of Swahili with Duolingo and um, I sound atrocious. <laughs> I would try it, but I, I sound yeah. terrible because I can't make the sound like I wasn't, I don't have an ear for the sounds, but yeah. So I think with Shang-Chi, it's like, like it goes up and then the chi is. Oh, right. And I noticed that I was like, I saw La Cucaracha in my house. Right. And I, well, <laughs> Well, you better because hey, they're like, they, they, like motherfuckers know. Hey, the motherfuckers know that uh, that the rain is coming too. They're like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and on in this motherfucker. You know what sucks about them? <laughs> like, it sucks because I've lived here in Texas a couple of times, so I'm. I hate to say this, but I'm used to them, so I don't yeah. freak out like 
as much. The Although fuck? the other oh, day, no. they come right at you, though. That's what's disturbing. So the other day, I got out the shower and one ran across my foot. I lost myself. Like, I made sounds I've never made before. And Tristan was like, that was weird. What what was wrong? And I was like, I don't know, but I cannot shake it. Like, it was like, uh, I could I not say- shake it. I'm going to have to take another shower. <laughs> I think it's because I was butt-ass naked, and even though it ran across my foot, it was still like, you should have known better. Like, other bugs right. don't just crawl up on you. Bruh, D- so you I need was... to ask for consent, Monica. Like, <laughs> you real? Do. You Bruh, do that not was... have consent to cross no. my body. I am so, naked. Okay. Yeah, um, we have them. You know, there's not much you can do. There's There's no amount of cleanliness that you can have. <laughs> Right, but you can have enough cleanliness that you you're not covered in them. Right, but you gonna. But these have- are, cause see, there are places that cockroaches are the culmination of dirt and trash right, and nastiness. Right, right? this these not- are. This is humidity. That's Texas. That's that's <laughs> one of that's a that's another that's the state yeah. bug. That's like a, one mean, of the shits that be on here. Even even like uh, uh, restaurants have here have like your code is adjusted to accommodate a certain, a certain amount of, of cockroaches. Yeah, I damn. They so, need to figure out some like you you know pour salt around the whole building and some you know I wish I some knew. type it, of like they literally eat everything. They eat your toothbrush bristles. They eat the yes so you gotta wrap your yes it's disgusting. They eat the glue that holds together a book binding. How the oh. fuck did somebody figure out that they that... do that? Wow. One time, the last oh, time we man. lived in Texas, yeah. like 10 years ago, right? 15 years ago, we we're dead asleep. And Tristan and I both wake up because we hear rustling. And Tristan's like, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, is it a mouse or something? Because we never had mice or anything. And hmm. I was like, I don't know. He's like, is it the cats? I'm like, nope, they're all here. We turn on the light. Motherfucker. There was a cockroach walking across a piece of paper that I had on the floor. He was surfing? It made enough noise walking across the paper that we woke up from being asleep. God damn. That it was it's just not okay. But anyways. Yeah. So I saw yeah. one walking a little bit faster than I was comfortable with and so that's what kind of was like, what, you know. You do kind of want to just punch him. I've I've, <laughs> I've learned to flick them or kick them away, but like Yeah. I stepped in um my cat's not feeling good, and I stepped in throw up, so I took my sock off, and I never walk around my house like bare barefoot. Bear, bear, yeah. And right now I'm bare barefoot, and I was like about to kick it, and I was like, wait, no, I don't want to touch. Oh uh, nah, uh uh-uh. uh. I just mostly just like uh, and you know they come out like break yourself, fool. They do. They um. They don't. Why? They don't care about us. No. Nah, why can't you just kill one, leave it in the middle, right? You know how they say kill one, leave it out there, and be like, see that's. <laughs> This is shit gonna happen to your ass. There is a dead one in my stairwell <laughs> that leads to like downstairs to my front door, and I have not touched it because it's like two and a half inches long. <laughs> and oh, then, and just so everybody know, they ain't the little baby ass ones. Oh no, no, no. These yeah. motherfuckers is like, yeah, These, like yeah. they could get there. Um, and so like then Tree saw and he was like, How'd he die though? And I'm like, it doesn't matter, but I don't want to touch it. So like right. 
I will eventually have to get the broom out there and knock it down to the bottom of the stairs. But for now, this is the teaching all the other cockroaches do not pass. I'm hoping. Uh, but yeah, with the weather yeah. being what it is right now, because we we just had a hurricane. Um, it was a small one, but um, my oh, did it did it just it just pass through? Yeah, like um, it was a tropical storm. By the time I went to bed, I think they had started to upgrade it to a hurricane level one. And mm-hmm. so, like throughout the night, we could hear the wind and the rain. But like I couldn't tell the difference between just a regular ass Texas rain because we get some <laughs> big ass rain that just happens and then it goes away in like 20 minutes and you just move on with your life. This went steady throughout the night and um, we had like one power flicker. That's fine. Well, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I know there's a lot, there is a lot of people that are out of, uh, out of power though. Yeah, I drove, I had to go pick up some fabric. Um, <laughs> such a weird sentence for me to say, but uh, because I make the mask, I had to go pick <laughs> up some fabric and, uh, um, and I was, I, I decided to take the street way home because I didn't want to take the freeway home because of the time of day and yeah. um, all the lights were out. Yeah. All the, all the, uh, they were all just blinking red. So, um, so yeah, there's some people without power. I have power. Luckily we lose power on occasion, but we're also close to the biggest hospital. So I think we're on their grid. I think we have a better chance mm. of having power than, um, nice than other spots, but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I grew up in hurricane or not hurricane. I grew up in, um, earthquake territory. So like, you're not getting me out of bed. Unless it's at least a six, right? Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I'm just like, roll over, go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> I don't know what level of hurricane I'm going to be like, oh, no. We got to go to get up out of here, pack shit yeah. up. I mean, we got people to go to. We got people in Austin. We got people in Dallas. We got people in San Antonio. We're fine. We're fine. You know, we got spot. As long as we get can load there. up the cats. But uh, Yeah. 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 But as of right now, I ain't tripping. This is a one. So... Like you said, you have seen it. You have seen it. I seen it three times. You have seen it three times. And what are you gonna give this film? Um, I don't know about my rating, rating? so much as like I. I liked up, it. Best. It's up there. It's up there with um with some of my favorite ones. Like okay, okay, uh, comparative to the way I felt. When I saw Black Panther, it didn't okay. give me that kind of chills. Actually, the odd thing is that the the trailer gave me heavier chills than the movie itself. Than the movie, okay. but as a mixed Asian, as a Blasian, um, even though I'm Japanese and they're Chinese, it was not lost on me how exciting it was to have Asian people on the large screen versus just like you know, like basically an all Asian cast because they have one white guy literally one white guy that barely makes a footprint in that movie. Like Mm -hmm. he's henchman number one, but like, who gives a shit about you? No one's scared of you, dude. Um, Fuck out of here. And so, (laughs) you know, I mean, cause, and I say this, I actually reviewed it on militantly mixed too with um, with Mona Lisa uh, because we're, you know, two mixed Asians. So we wanted to talk about it from the Asian perspective. Um, But uh, it was exciting for that, for the Asian representation of it all. Like, mm-hmm. I have a few moments 
of excitement, but they still don't quite match the way I felt when I saw like Warrior Falls. You know, like to this day, I still right, right. when I see Warrior Falls and Black Panther. And Black Panther gave us two white dudes that had significant roles in the movie. They weren't the white, you know, like we have a white enemy right. and we, we don't have necessarily a white savior. We have a white participant. But um, but the biggest thing that Shang-Chi does that even Black Panther didn't do is every single person in the movie that had agency was Asian. That was that was a lovely to see. That was lovely yeah. to see. Even the even the little dude that works for her. Even the little, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ronnie, um, Ronnie, um, Ronnie Chang. <laughs> I love that dude. He was so funny. He's okay, funny, listen, bro. Listen, there's a few things I do got to get out here since mostly our our audience is mostly black. Um, I, I got to speak on behalf of the Asian understand, like so that y'all understand, like the Asian representation thing that happened. First yeah. of all, stereotypes. Number one anti-Asian stereotype that were bad drivers. What did they right. give us? And especially Boom. especially Asian women. What did they give us? Not only Asian like valet Parker, but like skilled right. fucking. She the one that's the only the bus. one that she drives. The bus, right? She's the only one that drives. She drives that BMW all wild at the beginning. She drives the bus and saves everybody's life, and then she drives the Razor Fist um, right. mobile to get to. Uh, uh, tallow but like undid uh, like let's like fuck you with that mm-hmm. fucking thing uh, yeah, because we either, we're either like terrible drivers or we only drive to, i fucking love it dude it makes me so happy that your hair is this way you look like you should be playing tennis i don't know or or football you should yeah, yeah something like that yeah, sorry. um so we're either terrible drivers or we have like the most tricked out you know, cars yeah, possible and shit the, like that. Like the make it make rice, sense. yeah, yeah, uh, the rice rocket type thing or whatever that yeah. stereotype. But yeah, like, they gave just... us a badass driver, so no, get rid of the, that. Um, they also gave us one like it's it it was it was like for the satisfaction as an Asian, but really like it was talking down to like in particular white folks that like do this thing where they speak louder because they think we don't understand them. And shit yes. Like that. When Ronnie says, "Oh, I speak ABC," man. Yes. Was that not? Was that not? Like, there's little things, and I, that I, and was I said, "That's that's only and when you know that there's Asian writers, there's Asian mm-hmm. people in the product. You know what I'm saying? To say something like that, that is something that is said. That is something that it has to be said when you're in. China Someone or when you're, you know what like, I'm saying? I've never heard it before, but man, am I stealing that shit because yeah. that gave me the biggest fucking grin the first time I saw it. I was just like, <laughs> because that's <laughs> like, that made me so because happy. when you hear it as a, you know, as me, I heard, I was like, okay, he speaks English. But then when you say I hear, I speak, a, it, yeah, it hit because a you bit. know what, how many times in a Western movie with an American speaker, do you hear um, ching chong ching or you know, whatever thing that they have decided tells you they're making fun of an Asian language. Do you speak the English? That That kind of stuff, right? So that's, that was like our version of it and it was so satisfactory. Like for for me, I just fucking love that they did it. Um, But you know, we talk about this all the time, having to have somebody in the room and you can tell there were so many things that even as a as a Japanese person, like I, I, I've been describing whenever I talk about Shang-Chi to other people, I've been describing it as like 
I can jump on it as at least as an East Asian because mm-hmm. Japanese is an East Asian. Um, and even though we're different people, there is some crossover. There right. is some East Asian crossover, whether or not any of our categories would like to admit it between Chinese, Koreans and Japanese, we do right. have some crossover. And so there was some moments that were just like that. Like it was just like, Oh, this is, I'm in my little Asian zone right now, which is not something I get to be in often. You know, I mean, I am, I know I look the way that I look, but I'm, I'm more immersed in, in blackness on a, on a regular basis and on a daily basis. And even in my own personal hierarchy of how I identify myself. Uh, but, if, but I got to have like this, like, this was, this was for my Asian stuff. Like this was for my Asian stuff. And you know what I liked is that there wasn't, because what they tend to do is when you have like a all white cast and you have an Asian person or a, a all white cast and you have a black person or you have an all Asian cast and you have a one, one white person or whatever. They didn't make that one character like the slap dick or slapstick person, <laughs> right? Slap dick. But, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like there really wasn't that there was, there was, there was humor, but there really wasn't that guy. That's the stupid guy that, you know, because, well, I mean, the way that they did play, Ben Kingsley's part, mm-hmm. which I swear to God, I didn't fucking know that that was even like I'm nobody. So glad people came in a secret that opened. God, that game. was amazing, was bro. Because when yeah. when they got and they're like, okay, I'm just sitting there watching it and shit, and then they go into the, you know, they get they get uh, uh captured and put into the the dungeon or whatever, yeah. and you hear it, and I'm like, like who the fuck is you know what I mean? And then when he came comes around the corner, I was like, oh shit, Sutri, yes. He, and he was but he he's was, an Asian too. Like this yes. is another thing. Like literally he every is. single person in that movie, besides Razor Fist, essentially was Asian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even the the husband and or boyfriend of the friend that they are talking to at the beginning of the movie was, at the end was of the Indian. movie. Yeah, right. he's he's Indian. So we got we got two East Asian or South mm-hmm. Asians. We got a ton of um specifically Chinese, but then like Aquafina is half Korean, half Chinese. So right. Um, you know, we had a, you know, we had a lot of, and then like, even within the like ethnic Chinese that are in the movies, some of them are from Malaysia, some of them are from China, some of them are from Singapore. So, um, you know, there was stuff like that going, but we like, like I, it took me a minute. Like I walked away from it and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. The, the, the only non-Asian person in the movie, literally you could have plucked him out and it would have made no difference. Like. Right. It could just it be was, fill in the blank henchman. It didn't have to right. be this. It wasn't specific to the character that he needed to be this like Russian henchman guy with a machete arm, right? Like he could have yeah. been anything. So everybody who had control of the narrative and agency in the story was Asian. And even the person who ushered him in at the end Right. Instead of having the white dude come in and say, hey, because they could have they could have well, well on could have had what's his name come in. Um, Doctor Strange and be like, you know, come back with me or whatever. And Wong be there. No, it was like, Wong, go pick this motherfucker up. And, he, and Doctor Strange wasn't even there. We well, saw, I also wonder if that's hinting to something, depending on what the timeline is of Shang-Chi right, in comparison right. to some of the other stuff. Like maybe it's Wong because he's tripping or he's in the multiverse or whatever something yeah so we don't know we won't know what's the name still had his hand in i mean well for one thing hulk was banner Mm -hmm. 
So he wasn't, you know, because remember, he's just always he's he's always Hulk now. Remember? So that was that was a surprise because I thought when he became Professor Hulk, he was that was it always right. But I guess you know he's smart enough. He was if he's smart enough to make that happen, then he may, perhaps is and maybe he's done with Hulk. You know, maybe Hulk is. I, who knows what's about to happen with that? But I was surprised to see to yeah. see Bruce. Um, and but then, you know, uh, he's got his little arm wrapped up, and that's yeah. never going to be useful again. So, is that really just going? Is that just it's fucked up beyond repair? I mean, we're talking about <laughs> to quote Thor I mean, from Endgame. This is some space magic. <laughs> like that's done. He's just a human. I uh, mean, bro. he's not just a human. He's but that arm is he got you one yeah. arm. But I no, mean, he's, he's like a one arm Hulk. What is he other than he is the brain guy? Yeah. But, I mean, if he fucked up Thanos, like Thanos's arm, it it looked like the th- arm was pretty much not when it burned him. Yeah. 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 And his face was all fucked up. So like. <laughs> I'm actually surprised they didn't have more burns on Banner's face in the image, but, you know, he at least had his arm wrapped up or whatever. Um, And I wonder how long it's supposed to be because between when Shang-Chi happens and when um, the blip, the blip, the comeback happens because uh, Carol has long, long hair now. So like why, how, how long does it take for her hair to grow? Yeah, out? she got all to do. I mean, she could grow her hair out and in, in when she maybe, does maybe her powers. Spacey, yeah. But like for me, I started growing my hair back. I shaved my head the last time on my birthday last year, December third, and I am in the state that I am in. Right. You know, and I my hair grows about half an inch to an inch a month. So. You know what? You know what's so weird though that they do with Carol Danvers though. Why is she always on a fucking conference call? The bitch got to bounce. You ever notice that shit? That's like I, three I times where she's like, gimmick. like, oh, I got to take this call. What is she just the universe lady? Like, I mean, I get she's Miss, you know. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I but don't yeah, know like that's, deal, but I think they're making that a gimmick for her. That she's, yeah, I mean, because I'm like, shit, she, she looking down like, oh, shit. I gotta go. My hip. I just got hit on the hip on my pager. Like, on the <laughs> bitch, pager, yeah. why you keep, why you keep bouncing so damn yeah. much? But so, so Shang Chi, yeah, and and it was like all the all the people. Like, I didn't even realize how much I love uh, Michelle uh, Yo. Like, when I see her, yeah, huh? When I, I saw her not. come out, right? Yeah. But when I saw her come out, I was like, "Oh shit!" So she, I yeah. thought she was going to be playing the mom older, and that for whatever reason the mom right. was going to have to go back to. Um, but then that doesn't make sense because they're like ancient beings, also. Right. Um, so when it ended up being that, you know, no, just it's it's their auntie. Um, I like that too. Yeah. I, I, there's so many things I love about it. I love that they have a platonic friendship. And yes, I was about to say romantic. Like that's a big deal for me. I think uh, a platonic friendship is a big, like not just a platonic friendship, but I think I also call them like romantic friendships because it's like the kind of friendship you want to do things for somebody, but you don't need to fuck them, don't want to fuck them necessarily, but you're right. ride, ride or die forever. Yeah. Um, I, I I wish we had more of that in in media. So I was excited to see it. Um, I thought Aquafina did such a good job that I fucking forgot she was as problematic as she was like in real life and just like failed to think about it. Like I just fucking failed right. to think about it. I didn't even bring it up in my review on my Asian discussion. Asian part. See? Yeah. See? So it was weird. Like she did a good enough job. I cannot believe I'm saying these words, but her performance was so good. I forgot 
she was maybe. who she was. So here's the thing. Maybe it's because she's around Asians. She doesn't have to do the shit that she does when right. she's around well, white people. I mean, but she did her black scent in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, right, huh? Yeah, which I I don't even want to start talking about that. But maybe that's because it, it, maybe and that's the that that goes to the the character that I was talking about before, like that that kind of slapsticky kind of you're there for the funniness. Yeah. So therefore, that's why she had to do that little. That was her thing. job, right? Uh, well, that was her job in Shang Chi too. Like she brought a lot of the the comic relief that we don't really have. Like we have doses of it in the other movie. She maintained it all the way through. Uh, which Marvel really hasn't had yet. Um, mm-hmm. But like in in Crazy Rich Asians, I feel like the whole family that she came from, because her dad is yeah. Kim Jong and um, and uh, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, and they both have their things. <laughs> I mean, specifically with uh, Aquafina, I think the issue is just that she doesn't answer to she doesn't answer about it. She just says, "I'm from Queens." Well, well, we know what neighborhood you're from, and the neighborhood right. you're from is is white, and you went to boarding school. So, like, that's not that's not quite the same thing. Not quite. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, if she would just address it in a way that's just like, you know, you're right. I did some problematic shit. Like, um, it's the same with militantly mixed, right? Like, there was a way that I used to talk at the beginning of the show, and the more mixed people I talk, the more exposure I get to different identities than I or the different aspects of mixedness and then Mm -hmm. i alter the way i talk because i've learned new information and i've now absorbed it and incorporated it and i moved on what i don't do is delete an episode in which i might have come off problematic or something like that because that's the history of it and that shows my growth right so i'm not denying that i was ignorant at one point um and now I talk differently because I've learned and I've met people and I've learned and I've adjusted. If Aquafina did something like that, like, you know what? I didn't, I, even if it's the case, like, like, I didn't realize that that was a problem. Mm-hmm. People have explained it to me. Now I understand it was a problem. I'm not doing that any sh- uh, that shit anymore. Um, it is part of why I got famous, but going forward, I'm just going to be Nora. Like if that happened, it would be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's a, there's like willful ignorance and then there's ignorance because of lack of access or lack of information. And right. a lot of us would like to say we would know better, but we, we always start somewhere in some topic, not knowing better. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. like, like in the way that I used to speak about white passing, I have since learned more about that. And now I don't use that term for any modern day person, mixed person. I use white assuming or white appearing or something like that. And when I talk about white passing, I'm specifically speaking about the past when. Right. When that was, yeah. Would Mm -hmm. do that for safety or for whatever reasons, you know? Right. Right. Um, That's an example of something that I learned through talking. Like the more I talk to people, you're like, oh yeah, actually. Okay. This is is the context and this is like, yep. Yep. Didn't know. Learned, stop doing it. My logo, not with militantly mixed, not realizing right. that I was using a naval colonial flag versus the, the country flag, um, just because it was something that was around my house. And it's not like it's the way we talked about the flag at my in my Japanese household. Right. That's that's the one that you use because of the way. Yeah. The way you yeah. felt about it. But yeah, yeah, stuff like that. The second I realized its impact on other Asians, I was like, oh, shit, you're right. That's a problematic thing. What did I do? I changed my fucking logo. Did I take it down from the earlier stuff? 
well, one that would be like really difficult and cost so much, yeah, you know, yeah. um, but I leave it on, I address it. I talk about it. There's a point at which I talk about it and then I flip it over. And so now going forward, all this stuff is, it just shows the growth. I would like if she did something like that. Yeah. And I think that, that, I mean, that is kind of, I think that that's what kind of what Twitter or what people that go, you know, that they go back and they try to, you know, they go back to 2008 and they go back to 2005 and say, right, you said right. this shit back then. And you're like, yeah. And also in 2000, like I said, some in 2005, I'm using as an example. Yes. And then in 2009, I addressed it. And I said, you know, I said what I had right. to say about it. And then 2015, I also addressed it again because somebody brought it up. And now you're saying I should be fired because of the thing I said, but you aren't taking into account that Obviously, I've I'm not that person people. anymore. Yeah. And I've told you that I'm not that person twice since then. Like, yeah. we have to be that way to evolve. And we cannot, and it, and it, and it, and it kind of gets that to the whole, how people always say, like, there's a cancel culture. No, if you, ne- if you learn to get better as it goes, you, right. I mean, yes, there is a gray area for a lot of things, right? Well, there's, there's not there's always some, black like, and white. hard lines for some things. Absolutely. For some things, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is sometimes there's a gray area and we have to allow people room to grow. And then when they do, we just have to evolve with that, evolve with yeah. them or grow with them as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before too. Like when, um, when, um, Gun lost the mm-hmm. job for Guardians. Right. Um, it didn't. It didn't make sense because, yeah, it was a terrible, inappropriate joke that he had made several years before. Mm-hmm. But since then, there was no evidence that that was like a common thought or common thing or whatever. And right. he had apologized. To it. He had addressed it and whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, and then eventually, Marvel was like, "Oh, you know, you're right. Come on back." You know, mm-hmm. um, with uh, someone like Kevin Hart, though. He talks about gay folks. He he does a sorry if you were offended apology. Then he mm-hmm. does the shit again, and then he says, "We've already talked about this." Well, right. if we already talked about this, why are you still doing? Why are you still making it? the so, joke? Like, yeah. When yeah. it comes to Kevin Hart, not trusting that there's growth, there's evidence to show that there isn't. That you there know, was but, hasn't but there, been. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's what I want from Aquafina. I, I don't right. want her to act like it was nothing. It's a similar reason with, like, Tina Fey, who I love forever. But when I go back and I pay attention to stuff that she actually says, I have a hard time following her now because she's non-apologetic about when she culturally appropriates, when she does blackface, um, or brownface, I guess, too. She mm-hmm. does, she does mm-hmm. that as well. Or has a white woman play a Native American woman. She also says... Fuck you! I'm funny. I'm not apologizing. Right. So, like, I think a lot of times comedians try to say that's what I'm trying to go for. I'm trying to right. be the controversial, and that's where funny is. There is a line where you can go. You know, you can go back right. and forth, but exactly. you got to understand that when you do go across that line, you got to be like, "My bad. Oh, yeah, I overstepped. Like, oh, I okay, did it. I did it. You know, let me stay down here and keep going here. And then if I overstep, you got to, you know." Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like just because you <laughs> yeah, just because you're a com a, a comedian or a comic does not mean that you're infallible, right? The things right. that you say, yes, try to elicit a joke, then was not found as funny. Now you'd be like, oh, the shit I said wasn't funny. It wasn't. Funny. It was found as funny. Yeah. My bad. And even if uh, you know, I'll say this: even if it's funny to you. But the but temperature a, of the culture is telling you it's not. 
go with that. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go with that. Like, the- we all have the shit we say at home that we wouldn't say on camera or right. we wouldn't say to the people. Like, I get that. None of us are perfect. Some of us do like shitty jokes that probably shouldn't be spoken in front of people. Right. But... But like uh, Harley Quinn would say, read the fucking room. Read the fucking room, bro. Like, um, yeah, and some people get away with it a little bit better. Like some people are a little bit more charming and stuff. I mean, speaking of someone who wasn't charming about it, uh, Norm MacDonald, and he just died today. So it's like, yeah, yeah. that shit's going to start coming up. People will be like, why are you mourning him? He said, blah, 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 or whatever. Yep. Um, I kind of I had to look into it. I was just like, okay, so what was the what was the the Norm Macdonald thing? I know he went to the right, right? He the the one that I remember he got that I that I remember first that he got um, kind of smacked for um, was well one remember during when we were like in high school and uh, Bob Dole was running for president and he had yeah. that arm that didn't work but he always had a pen in it. Yep. You know, that he would make fun of that or that he would make fun of him falling. People thought that was too far, but there was also like, well, it, it did happen. He was just mimicking what actually happened. Right. Um, but then the joke that he did that went too far with people, honestly, was the joke he did about Steve, uh, the crock hunter. Do you remember this joke? No. So he's on. Steve I, Irwin, right? Yes, yeah, Steve Irwin. He's on either like. Jimmy Fallon or, or Conan O'Brien or something like that. And he, um, and it like literally just happened. It was like the day or day after everybody found out that Steve Irwin yeah, died. Yeah. And his joke was like, well, it was, he's, I specifically remember this part that it was like, it was tragic at the time. And it made whoever the host was start to laugh. And he's like, please don't make me laugh about this. Cause like Steve Irwin is known to be like, oh, it was, was it John Stewart? Hey, John Stewart. That's what it was. It was John yeah. Stewart. He's, He's like, yeah, because he was like, please, begging that. Norm not to and make him laugh. And then he yeah. tells a joke about like the shark, uh, the um, the the crocs that are like, who got him? You know, and their name. He's naming off all these names that are supposed to be crocodiles, and they're like, no, it was a fucking stingray. And like he continue, like he's building on it, and he just won't stop going. And right. John is uncomfortably laughing, but he's also begging him, please don't. Like this guy is one of those guys. It's not only is it too soon, but like. Everybody yeah. likes this guy. Yeah. So that was one of the first times that I remember him getting like in trouble, trouble. Um, and then like people got over it or whatever. And um, but he does have he has other ones. But I know I remember that being one that people were just like, cancel that, dude. Um, that being said, if you listen to the joke like 15 years later, you you do laugh at it. So like there's right. that kind of right. stuff, too. Like some things are the right time and become funny later and something yep. aren't. Um, but yeah, like, and he was pretty unapologetic, but he would, he would, I think he would explain the version of like when comedy is too far and when not. I don't really know. He wasn't one of my favorite people. So I never really cared that much except, and but then when I saw that he died today, I was like, I had to look it up just to make sure it was, uh, it was real. Um, because I guess he's had cancer yeah. for nine years. For yeah, he, he he he. It's it's a thing. Like I mean, it's not a. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of these a lot of these people. I mean, I guess you get to a point where you just don't want people to see you see the cancer. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you become a shell of what you were, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, um, you know, like Sean Connery, even though he was a piece of shit in real life, when he started going to dementia, he, he, he like got out of acting because he wasn't remembering lines and stuff like that. And then he just kind of went sort of reclusive. People still knew where he was and shit like that, but he was just like, he didn't want people to remember him that way. So, you know, um, I wonder, man, I, I, there's just part of me that wishes we knew more about what um, Chadwick was going through because like, it's amazing that his social circle never revealed it. Um, which I think is so special that like the people that were in his circle never revealed it. I don't, I, I know Marvel has said they didn't know, but I think it, I'd be really surprised if they didn't get that. He was, um, yes, obviously becoming skinnier and skinnier. And maybe at some point Marvel was like, yo, you okay. Um, you good there guy. My, yeah. my, my dude, like that video you sent me, I've never, I had never seen that before of, um, of, of uh, right. Of, of him falling asleep and Paul Bettany, like squeezing his arm to see, he squeezed his arm in such a sense. Like there was so much, em- like, right. Like there was so much love I, and empathy. What's and happening, he touched him. And I was like, is it that nobody knew or did they not know what it was? It, yeah. It wasn't a, you know, like if I, if my brother was there, I'd be like, bro, like what the fuck up? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, like, okay, well, you know, like it was kind of like a, we'll get through this. You good. You know what I mean? Like you good right now so that we can, you know, cause we yeah. can, there was a lot of sympathy in, in that moment, um, uh, which was really touching to see, but also like seeing to, uh, Chad would say like, I hope so. Um, which mm-hmm. is like, oh man, come on, you're killing me. Right. Um, Just yeah, because you now you, it's like now you see a deeper meaning in it. Like you're yeah. like he was just hoping that this, you know, this I shit mean, that- literally every day something happens with Chadwick that like in the news or rewatching something or whatever the fuck. And you're just like, ah, because it means so much different now, knowing that he was sick that whole time. And, um, the, and that also I mean, that's a that's a good reason you bring that up is because we were going to go into talking about the what if uh the zombies last what if week. zombies and actually marvel just announced that they're making a live action they announced today that they're making a live entry in zombie marvel zombies um uh, to at what so here's the thing is like I, i'm it was a comic series right no no, no I, yes yes and i, I mean because there's even a shirt that i that i wanted to get what well, a long time ago it was captain marvel or not Captain Marvel, but Captain America, and had, you see the A, and then you see the the you know the, you know, because he is a zombie. Like so, it was like it was it was a cool Halloween shirt or whatever, glow in the dark or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I I, I know the, the set now, but I, I have- know I know that they with Endgame and uh, uh, all you know with the movie um, Infinity War. I know that with that with Endgame they rewrote. Or they used a lot of uh, time travel tropes and things to, you know, kind of do. How were they going to do that with zombies? And I and I, I do not fucking doubt they will. I mean, be able if, to. They, if they do it as a show, it can be one of the multiverse problems. Because because l- right. listen, the Infinity Saga took us multiverse, 10 years, right? Right. This is clearly a multiverse 
section and it can take us another 10 years not to mention we had the delay of movies because of um the the first part of the pandemic and stuff like that um and there might be delays in between the rest of them just as they're trying to figure out how to maintain keeping people safe on um sets because i don't think like this pandemic's not going anywhere like and if they cure it the next one's coming we've already proven ourselves that we're this is <laughs> this is how we die uh, <laughs> it, it, right how this is die. how we die this is how we die as a planet um the uh so like if anything that they have now can be multiverse so something different that dc did that marvel hasn't done yet is in the tv shows the tv shows are a part of 616 they're part of this cinematic universe what dc did is like random shit is part of the universe and random shit is not um titans had three characters from doom patrol in the first couple episodes and then later said they're in different universes like bro why just (laughs) there's no there's no significance between doom patrol the show and Patrol's appearance in titans that makes them needing to be in a different universe the except that the casting of the doctor or the professor whatever the fuck he's called um was a different guy and that's probably because like yo he hadn't been casted properly yet. yeah yeah like we can forget that you casted a different dude I, um it's 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 weird because it's like there's an Arrowverse. yeah that has a whole you know because it's black lightning movies in Arrowverse and then there's the people from Flash is that also the Arrowverse or I think they're all part have of a the Arrowverse and right. because because you have a different Flash in the movies you have you know all those characters right. that'll pop up in the movie will be different um also Cyborg is different from well Cyborg if they bring it back Cyborg he's going to be different because they fucked over uh Ray was Ray weed. Fisher um uh yeah, that's another disappointing dude, man. Like a dude that had it and just fucking, ugh, come on, man. Bro, uh, he, I mean, the Avengers, my nigga, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he just is a piece of shit. Maybe that's uh, why they got rid of his ass and went to uh, James. Because remember, they, 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 had, they had him, and then they were like, you know, there were all those articles that were like, oh, uh, he's going to be the architect for all of what you call it. And then they went and they were like, hmm, buddy, I don't he think got so. Tired. He said he got tired. And it's like, all right, you did two movies. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then they got James Gunn and they were like, yes, we finna do cosmic. Yeah. We finna go, you know, because I he showed us we can do that shit. This is where we finna go. And then they got rid of his ass. And then it's like, you know, we're doing, I, know I think it's all great. But before we go back to what we were talking oh, about, <laughs> I I want, no, no, you're right. But it, it put me down this other rabbit hole and I was like, fuck, I'm about to open up another one. Um, but we'll get back to the other one. But this one is from what you said. Uh, speaking of architects, it seems like the Russo brothers were going to be, we're going to stay on as, because ultimately they kind of have been the architects since, since at least Winter Soldier, they got, they got to take on more pieces and they're kind of in the room guiding a lot of the other movies and stuff like that as well. But they came out last week and said they might not make any more Marvel movies going forward, even though they've been. Because of the Black Widow shit. Because of the Black Widow shit. Um, so, you know, we did talk a little bit about, about that and people are like pissed off at her. Like she's being a dick about it, but honestly, 
if the Russo brothers are saying that shit, I I feel like they it's a, it's the same type of thing. Some. What, what so the th- the the um okay rabbit hole uh so the thing about why she was requesting the hundred million is because if and I'm gonna go ahead and say and that was a big motherfucking if right if the movie had made a billion dollars which she was expecting it would have because all the because even Captain Marvel got up to a billion eventually the right. you know the last five or six movies had hit a billion. So had, had we not lost the momentum of the Marvel cinematic universe because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's possible she could have gotten up to a, a billion. Had she gotten up to a billion, I, I still don't think so, but that's a different story. But had she gotten up, had that movie gotten up to a billion, her cut would have been a hundred million because she has points points off right. of the box office. Off the, and that's yes. what so everybody who says she's just being money hungry and grubby, these are the deals that all of these mainstream characters have baked in. They get points off of the box office. So they get their paycheck for filming the shit, right. but then they get these re- things and this is how you kind of protect the stars because they're the reason why the movie's making so much money. But the people who are going to benefit from that are the producers and the mm-hmm. and the companies, right? So this is a way that the major stars get to bank their worth. And so they she got points. So she would have made $100 million off of that movie. Because it didn't go into box office and the way streaming rights are, are, are done are way different. If right. something airs in a rerun on TV, actors get residuals. But in streaming, actors don't get residuals because, because they, it can play it 20 be, times yeah, in a row. Yeah. yeah, who knows how many times someone could watch it, right? So streaming has no benefit to the actors after it is done at the box office. So they the actors need the box office for them to... It also it banks their worth for future movies. Right, like that. right, right. So if she's expecting that's how you get to that what that twenty million a, a right. film exactly. Area, yeah. So like let's say she and I don't I didn't look it up so I don't know what she made for the movie but let's say she made twenty million for the filming of the movie and was expecting that if the movie made a billion dollars she would make a hundred million then ultimately she is now worth so much money. That to put her in a movie is basically an automatic, you know, probably $120 million or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, that's the case with Chris Evans. That's the case with Robert Downey Jr. and shit like that. Um, so fair on all of those points, completely fair that she fought what she's fighting. But because she's a woman and because she is kind of shitty <laughs> as a person, um, you know, people I just like, don't think. Here's the thing is, and and you can finish point, but I just don't think Black Widow would have made that because it's, I don't think so either. It's a standalone movie of a person we already think is dead. So a lot of people were going to be like, "Why would we want to watch that?" Because if that movie had been made a few years earlier, it would have done fine, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have pulled Black Black Panther numbers. It wouldn't have pulled. Even Thor Ragnarok numbers, right? It, you know, and even Captain Marvel was a struggle. Like that, that sputtered, you know, because people right. were so willing to not like that movie because it had the, a female lead, and and I think also specifically Brie Larson, um, because the the MAGA guys didn't like her. You know, she was too tough. Blah blah blah. Uh, with Scarlet, I don't think Scarlet has that reputation. Scarlet has a worse reputation with those of us on the left than. Mm-hmm then Brie has a bad reputation with the right, you know, Scarlet is because she's like comparing playing a trans person to playing a tree, you know, like she's, she's shitty about it. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't think that movie. And I've seen it twice. I saw it once in the theater because I was doing my bit. But and then I watched it on Disney Plus the other day. Um, and, you know, it's a fine movie. Yeah, yeah. But it has the same level of interest in as in like Ant-Man. Like Ant-Man, I watched it once in the theater each time, each, each Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I've since watched them both once on streaming since then. It didn't grab me enough to get me on that the three watches right. in the theater or whatever. And and honestly, I can't even say like I used to do the three. Now like Endgame, Infinity War, all of these I did six times in the theater minimum. Um, I did eight for Black Panther, so like you know I'm I'm willing to spend that money right for Marvel, and I just wasn't willing to spend it for you know it just it just didn't grab me as well. So I don't think she would have made that, but. I still think it's fair that she fought the, the lot, of it, that yeah. what she did because if it had gone to box office, it would have made a lot more money than it did. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, and honestly, do you think, do you think they're going to settle out of court? Settle think, out of court, but fit it out. I think they're going to have to because this opened up a lot of stuff. Because also, even for Cruella, um, Emma Stone also locked she, her. She said that she might. It. Yeah, she might. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell everybody out there in the motherfucking blurred comics verse. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a comic verse. Cruella was a fucking banging ass movie, bro. It's pretty good. I saw, I watched it on Disney Plus the other day. It was pretty good. It, there, there were some things in there that, you know, because you're just watching it like, okay, where the fuck are they going to go? Because, you know, you know, you, you think you know the story, right? Yeah. It's way better than fucking um, the movie that. Angelina Jolie, uh, when she Ma- was Maleficent. the Maleficent, way better than that. And there were some times that you know, because you you see, um, is it Emma Thompson? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you see her do the shit, like when, like at, when she did the first one, I was like, what the fuck? What? Where the fuck did that? And then then you keep going, and then some other shit happens, and you're like, whoa, okay. Emma Thompson is such a perfect actor. Like I fucking she's love amazing. nothing she's ever done that I haven't loved. Um, but her, her playing that like bitchy, like I, perfect. Yes. So <laughs> out there in the in the verse, watch Cruella. That shit was. I think that had a had a better um, trajectory than yeah. that would have of of Black Widow. But they're making another one, so they she gonna try to make that money on that next one. That's yeah. what she said. She said, "I don't like how Disney did that shit." I might could, I might, I, I might could. You know, the, the fair thing is like even Disney didn't know what was going to happen with this pandemic. So you don't, you just now going forward, we need to write clauses into our a thing that has to do with what happens if we can't go. Right. To and I think, I think that that's what we're, that's the thing that she had to do this for. That's what she had, she to, had to say going forward, this is yeah. all the shit. You got to put that shit in the clauses. Because she's the first one to do it. She's going to be, you know, the, yeah. Yeah. the um, martyr of it or whatever. But I think right. what she's doing is, is appropriate given. Essentially, the, I think Disney has enough you know scratch what? to do that shit. I, I, and I'm not saying this in defense of Scarlett herself. I'm saying this in defense of a woman speaking up about something. If this was Shang-Chi or if this was Black Panther and one of them did it, they would have gotten flack too, but they wouldn't nearly have gotten as, as much flack as she did. Um, and just off the woman thing, that being said, when they realize real quick 
that Shang-Chi could potentially flop if they did, if they did the same thing that they did with Black Widow. Um, and then they decided to do a box office release. Right. Um, yeah. Um, 45 day, whatever. Yeah. So, um, you know, is Shang-Chi going to hit a billion? I don't know how in this current pandemic world he hits a billion at the box office. Right, right. But um, because there's still so many people who aren't willing to go to the theaters, which is fair. Um, honestly, I'm surprised I'm I'm at that spot. Like, um, And it really has more to do with, like, Marvel. <laughs> um, I knew I was going to have to go back to the movies by the time the Marvel movies came back out. Um, and especially since I moved to Texas too, like it's, it's kind of wild that I'm going to the theater, but, um, but I feel fine. Um, I feel safe. The, the big, the, the busiest movie we went to was Shang-Chi the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Ooh, there's a little bit too many people in here, but um, actually Candyman had a lot of people in it too. How was that? I liked it, but I don't remember the first Candyman enough because there, there is, there's a gap in the story for me in the second one, in the, in the, the one that's out right now Mm -hmm. that is probably explained in the first one. But if it's not, then there's a mistake in this story that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But if it's explained in the first one, then it makes sense and it's fine. Right. Right. Because I have a way that would make it make sense if it was explained that way in the, in the first movie. Gotcha. But um, but if it if it wasn't that, then there's this one thing that doesn't make sense. Um, but it was pretty good. Yaya is amazing actor. Um, I like that dude. Um, and Tiona, you know, she can do no wrong for me. Um, there's a couple. There's a few bits of overacting, but like, how could there not be? Like mm-hmm. horror films, just by nature, should be a little bit overacted. Right. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty solid. It was a slow story. Like it wasn't like ah, 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 action, action, action. But right. it was it was good. But yeah, there was. I just wish I remembered because I haven't seen Candyman since I was a kid. Right. Literally, I shouldn't have been watching it back when I saw it. And I just that's the thing is you know, Beans was like, I want to watch. I watch it. And I'm like, because you have to watch the original. And I'm like, nah, I don't. I just don't. It's not. Yeah. I don't. There's some things that. We could wait on, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, not gonna be as significant by the time they're old enough to to get it. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the one from the '80s is probably more gruesome than this one was. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, they did. Yeah, it was good. They did some things in it that it was like definitely appreciate the modern update, <laughs> like the fact that he's not just out there killing black people. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, but there was, yeah, and there was, there were reasons behind the whole, yeah, and I like that. Yeah. Um, and she's actually writing, right? The writer of that mm-hmm. is writing the Marvels, right? She, she's going to be directing the Marvels. Directing. Yes. Yes. And that was the first black woman director to have a number one box office mm-hmm. movie. Right, and that's mm-hmm. the, it, and we okay. always talk about that shit on on our on our show. Yeah, the, first, the first black, yeah. we always about to have the first black, but it's you know we have to call it out and make sure yeah. that every motherfucker know that. I shit. mean, definitely it shouldn't be the case that it is now, but at least it has happened. And going forward, it it could it it could just be a thing that happens. I mean, even fucking right. Jordan Peele was like the first black director 
box office horror thing. Right, like, right, it, right. It happens all the time. Um, and again, the decision of dis- discussing whether or not mixedness is important in that discussion is different than um, mm-hmm. than uh, than not or whatever. Uh, but going back from all of the meanderings that we just did, <laughs> yep. going back to uh, Marvel <laughs> Zombies and Chad, the conversation about Chadwick. Yes. Um, there's a point at which uh, T'Challa's character, which is voiced by um, Chadwick, uh, says that um, in my culture, death we handle death differently. You know, you're alive as long as there's someone to remember you. And I was just like instant fucking tears. Like, bro, like, like I can't. They had it, it again, must have meant something known. to him when he said it, right? When like, he said that. He knew what he was going through, but but nobody else knew what he was going through. So like, who knew that was going to hit as hard as it was going to hit? And that now that's a zombie. I would I'd be able if that was if he became a zombie, I would do the whole chain him up in my basement like (laughs) on Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do all that. I mean, I do, um, and I've taken this from the the statement that. why am I blanking all of a sudden on um, the director of Black Panther's name? Why is it gone from my head? It's in my. It's out of my head too. Um, Every time I want to talk about somebody, I can't remember who they are. Damn it! Yeah, hold on. That's. I'm so mad at myself because I fucking like I I know. Don't say his name, Ryan Coog- Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. God damn mm-hmm. it! Fuck, I'm so mad. I kept having Nick in my head, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> I don't know why. That's so irritating. My brain just like I don't think clearly anymore for some reason. Um, but Ryan Coogler, when uh, when Chadwick had, had died, he right then he had said, um, you know that that thing that statement he puts out talked about like I can't believe these words that I've written will never be said by this man, and you know I can't believe. Um, as I sit down and, you know, just try to process this, I can't believe that Chadwick is an ancestor now. And I, that, that actually was very comforting. That statement of Chadwick being an ancestor was like, really an ancestor. Weird. Yeah. Like Cause we saw kind of comfort. It was weird because I mean, when he said that also, I saw like, okay, out of all, you know, religious and we, you and I, and we don't, you know, people out there have all different whatevers. Yeah. Um, but to, that was the most because I saw it in the movie, yeah, right? So I just thought that's what happens, right? Yeah. His dad passed. He became the Black Panther. He got to see his dad, right? So that was kind of like how what we're, what's what's we're going to be able to do is like when yeah. we pass, we're going to see him again. Like it was the most visual I've ever thought of when I heard. Yeah, that. I mean, like for me, I'm an atheist. I'm I'm not. I don't hide it. I talk pretty openly about it. Right. I don't have an afterlife or even a need to believe in an afterlife and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But I do often evoke the ancestors in a lot of the way I talk, and and I it's not from like a spirit spiritual way or anything like that it's it's it is more about the memory of a person right yeah um so even if i celebrate the jet which i haven't in many years because i'm not around that side of the family but um even when i celebrate the japanese death festivals that we have like we have um festivals that commemorate um and um our ancestors and things like that and and one thing that i i don't have that i i feel my household is incomplete about is like a japanese shrine to the ancestors because it's just something 
that I grew up around and it's, you know, I think it has value or whatever. And it's not about thinking that they exist somewhere for me. It's not about them floating around like, you know, whatever. Right. It's, right. it's about my memory and times when I just decide to be quiet and think about right. the people who came before me. Right. Yep, so yep. some people might call that spiritual. Some people might not. I don't call it spiritual. I, I, but I do have a thing. I come from two cultures that very much maintain this belief and this thought that the ancestors are important because the people who came before us paved the way for us and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Um, And I mean, even in my black culture, it's, there is a version of it. Right. But then now that I know that I come from people from Gabon, from these three different tribes in Gabon, now there's their version of it that I, that I am learning about or whatever. And, and, you know, I won't incorporate entirely because it's not something that I can, I feel like I can own because I haven't been raised in it, but I can incorporate aspects of it. Um, And it's really more about just remembering the people that came before us and, and, and have that positive that thing, like I like what T'Challa's line is. T'Challa's line is, they're with us as long as we yeah, can remember yeah, them, exactly. and, and not just us. Like they're not just with us, but they're like here. Their presence their, is felt. Their, their yeah. importance to this planet, I think, is is there. Um, and I don't need the spiritual. I don't need a, a ghost. I don't need a, a um, right. an afterlife to be part of that. You know, and so um, it, it's, it just spoke pretty heavily to me, both from my um, from my black side and my Japanese side, because, you know, we right. both of my cultures value that. Um, I mean, I do have this British culture. I think because it spoke more more to the ancestors and not the spiritual realm of that, but just right. to, the to the people that it's kind of like and I liked seeing it when I watched um, Avatar. Right. When you saw that part where the where the avatars, there was a part in Avatar where the avatars start getting wiped out like he, you can't go back. You can't connect mm-hmm. to those. And it was like, fuck. Right. Because each avatar was kind of connected to each one. And you saw the line. And that's kind of like us. Right. Like our family in, in the ancestors in line. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's our that's the blood. Like when you say we blood, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's what kind of goes through that, and so you know, that's the that's the way. I, I mean, it's it. unfortunate to think that we're tied to so many people that we can't remember because the people who came before us couldn't remember, or because the people who came before us couldn't tell us. You know, right. passing right. them down, right? So you know, I think about like at at the at the at the long at the most living generations I've had on both sides of my family. I had four generations of people alive at one time um, through me, through my line, right. right. Um, up to my great grandmothers on two, two sides of my family, uh, my black side and my Japanese side. Um, and so during that time, I had a little bit of access to try to learn a few things. Um, unfortunately, my, my, um, my black great grandmother, um, big mother, not big mama. She would not have abided by big mama. She was big mother. Uh, she really couldn't talk that much by the time um, right. I, you know, towards the end of her life and stuff like that. So uh, it was mostly what she told others that I could hear. And so from there, I do have some stories. My great grandmother on my Japanese side, we didn't speak the same language. So most of our time together is spent with like her feeding me, her patting my hand, her pointing to something and saying what she could say and me kind of picking things up or right. me asking through my grandmother what she's talking about or whatever. So 
as far back as I can remember on my Japanese side, and I say I remember, but I really mean ancestrally, my grandmother has told me about her grandmother. So that's my great grandmother's mother. And that's how far back I can, I can remember on behalf of my family. Um, And I only have a couple little stories about that great, great grandmother Um, on my dad's side though. um, I have a, uh, my dad's first cousin is work has been working on building this genealogy. So from there, we're starting to get things, but I don't have a story from a, person who can tell me about my great, great such and such, you know, we just have this thing and like ancestry.com is kind of tracing people. So unfortunately those people are lost. Those ancestors are lost. And and, uh, the best we can do is name them because there are some we can name, but we don't know who they are. We won't remember who they are. So in that sense, they're gone. And so that's why something like what T'Challa says is so important. Like as long as somebody is there to remember them, and it would be our job to communicate that with the rest of the generations. Now, I'm not going to have children, so it is going to end with me unless I utilize my platforms as a way of talking about them. And then other people will hear their stories. And in that sense, they get to stay remembered. Right. Other people. Right. Um, I say all that to say, talk to your grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> questions yeah. Like maintain, like keep the ancestors alive as long as you can keep them alive, you know, because as soon as you don't remember them. Um, they're right. gone. Uh, but yeah, that that fuck it, that fucked me up. It because really I did. Think, like I you're think saying about that stuff a lot. I do. It is. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah, I mean, because it was. It was a part of the show, like the, what they were doing. But to yeah. know now the it literally has a double yeah. meaning. You know what I mean? There's so. so many things, like even just interviews of Chadwick, that like mean something different if you play them back. Mm-hmm. now and you're just like fuck because during that time he knew and there's times like I, I find myself like seeing footage of him and thinking oh he's still robust here I said that even I like rewatched Endgame today and mm-hmm. I was like he's still robust here so he's at least he's sick and he knows he's sick but he's at least not you know fading away but by the time he was exactly. press for that movie because obviously he's shooting it about uh, you know 18 months before it comes to the theaters. So by the time they're doing press, he has already lost weight. And we're looking at him as like, he just lost weight for a movie. Right. You know? Right. Um, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it it really, man, it fucks like of all the fucking people to have to say some shit like that. Like, God damn it. Why? (laughs) Why'd you have to hit us with it? And like, honestly, I can't deal with how often I cry at Marvel shit. Like, and I'm, I I just can't like, I watch, like I rewatched Endgame and I was choked up in all these places. And I'm just like, the movie's been out for two and a half years, but Black Panther, same shit. There's well, now I'm, I'm probably re crying. Like, I think I definitely could watch Black Panther without crying at some point, but then now I cry every time I watch it because I know that he's gone. Um, But even Shang-Chi, there was a few moments that teared me up just because it was just like the excitement of seeing as important as it was for me to see, for any of us to see black people on the big screen, be heroes it was equally important for me to see yellow people on screen be yep. heroes. And it wasn't just that they're, that they're being heroes. Cause it's not like we didn't have access to Kung Fu movies and shit like that or whatever. Specifically why Shang-Chi is so important is because it's non-accented Chinese 
right. character, mm-hmm. non-accented, meaning non-Asian accent, non-foreign accented. So he's not treated as a foreign hero. Right. You know, he grew up here, like his character grows up here. His character has an American accent. So and a Western accent. And even though he does go in between Chinese and English throughout the movie, whenever other times we've had that happen, who has it been? Jackie Chan. He has an accented English. Right. Lee, an accented English. Bruce Lee, an accented English, you know. So they get to still be this mysterious oriental other. You know, that's how they're yeah, treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shang-Chi, you don't have that same excuse. You know, if you're if you're going to want to other him, you don't have the uh, the, you know, the um, perpetual foreigner right thing that happens because yeah, there wasn't yeah yeah yeah. So that like that's amazing for me. That does something that like I I know people tried to say that Crazy Witch Asians was like Asian Black Panther because like all that representation, but fuck that movie. First of all, I hated that movie. Um, It was terrible. I I couldn't get into it. It was terrible representation because like that's the Asians you wanted people to get behind, like the rich ones that don't give a shit about anybody else. Like fuck you for that. Um, I I hated that movie. I hated (laughs) it. I hated it. But like that, it wasn't sufficient enough to see because what you saw was regular Asians from Asia hating on the American Asian and then kind of getting acceptance at the end. Right. Right. Like that's not the way I wanted to see Asians portrayed. Like that's shit I had to deal with in my own life. Right. We're like right. Not right, right, right. enough to be Japanese or whatever the fuck. So like, I don't want to see that in my movie, but what I didn't see in Shang-Chi was that I got to see, yes, a Chinese hero, but American also. Right. I got to see someone who folds between two cultures just like I have to. Well, you know, well, I guess in my case it's like three or four. Right. Um, learning learning as we learn as well as like, you know, knowing some things and being like, oh, that's what my mom was was yeah. kind of teaching me. Or yeah. Like there's a there's a moment that like I think will get missed up by mo- most people, but won't get missed by the Asian audiences. Um the Katie's character says to the grandmother. Um, you know, grandpa probably just wishes you had moved on. Cause she's talking about, mm. again, celebrating the ancestors. The ancestors they, yep. they get food together on their death day and they present it at the graveside, Right. Um, and she's gathering all grandpa's favorite things. And Katie says to her, you know, grandpa just probably wanted you to move on. And then the mom said, that's an Amer- that's a Western idea. That's not us kind of a thing. Right. Um, which is the same thing that happened to my grandmother when she got divorced. She, that was it. She's like, I had one shot. It didn't work out. Boom. I didn't get married again. And my whole life, I always thought, man, I just wish my grandma could find somebody that, you know, would make her happy and things like that, whatever. But, but, but for her, that wasn't a priority and she didn't seem to be aching for a partner, you know? Right. Right. Um, and so, like, it takes knowing that, like, that is a very Western thing, you know, like your life is non-definable unless you have a partner to love or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that was something that they laced into the movie. And I was just like, there's no reason why I had to be there. But it was so meaningful to mm-hmm. me as as a Asian-American person. Right. To see something like that get said or to have something like that get said. Um, because, you know, there's things like, yeah, he took the shoes off in front of the house. At this point, 
all Americans know that Asians take our shoes off outside of our house and stuff like that. Right. Like, they get it. You don't have to zoom in on it necessarily. But if right. it wasn't shown, it would have been like, hey, was that really an Asian household? But then the other thing about like, <laughs> like you know, even the guest gets a bowl. The guest finishes his food, even though his friend is the one who's in trouble now. He's like, I still got to finish this food so I don't get in trouble. That respect, right? He goes into the kitchen to clean up. Like he cleans the bowl before he right. Leaves. That's right. a very Asian thing to do. So like these are things that we're taught in our household that um, I know that when I do this at a, a, another Western person's household, even though I'm an American born, I was raised by these people, you know, that do this thing. So if I were to go to your house, maybe and eat a bowl and then I start to go wash my bowl in your house and you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. For me, it would be like, this be is like, what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like them doing that in the movie. That was for me. You know, like there's so many moments that I say that I kept saying, like, that's that was for uh, like these those little things that were mm-hmm. for us. And whether or not Westerners learn anything about Asians through this is is great. If it happens, great. But there was these little things that were like nods to us that were saying, like, you know, I know y'all do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like uh, there's so many times it happens when when black people are in things where black people have control. <laughs> Right. They say say something and you're just like, you know, a black person wrote that because that wouldn't have gotten said if otherwise, you know. And and that happens, you know, and I think that that's what Disney is is doing a good job with that. Like when when I watched uh, Coco. So there's a part when in Coco and and you probably don't get this. I mean, obviously, I have uh, Mexican, Mexican, you know. Yeah. When when and, you know, and I had so. so when one of them was saying something to one of them, he's like, y'all know say like it's the little things yeah, that, yeah. you know, when they're just joking with another one that people say that, yeah, yeah a white person probably would have been like, I don't know what yeah. that means. Whatever. It's just a throwaway line. But to, to be seen and to be understood, like, yeah, speaking of something that fucking I have never felt more attacked. Well, I mean, this is obviously <laughs> the opposite of this. I have never felt more attacked in my life. What happened? So I was watching fucking Blackish uh, last night. As a matter of fact, we have a whole bunch. We've had it because we, you know, because of because of softball, we just had like this much. Yeah, we have this much left of our fucking, you know, our DVR. But (laughs) we were watching, and mixed this didn't get renewed, so that sucks. That was a funny fucking. I Bro, that was the second season. I don't know. I, I watched it because of the Aunt Dee Dee character. She was hilarious. That's true. I she was hilarious. The Aunt Dee Dee character, and then the dad from, uh, uh, you know, the guy from uh, Office Space, which was the grandpa. Yeah, the grandpa so yeah. she's so black, and he's so super rich white guy, yeah. and they're just the way that they talk and the way that the, they, those two were actually the best on the show. Yeah, that was the, the you know that's what you came through. But um, and then Santi, the little little mixed girl, um, the littlest one. But anyway, so. In Blackish, Diane, which is the, the the youngest daughter, has a boyfriend. He comes over, and the and the grandpa says, you know, um, um, which is Neo, the, the, not Neo, but um, Morpheus. Morpheus, the real Morpheus. Which going back to the old boy is now Morpheus. Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah, it's Morpheus. Yeah, yeah. So, but Morpheus is there, and he's like, "What's your name?" And he was like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, the guy comes in, he's like, "My name is uh, Bradley. Uh, I'm from the Bay." Um, and he's like, nah, I won't even shake your hand. Nah, I'm just playing. Oh, man, that's some shit that we do in the Bay. I'm from the Bay. Right. He kept saying it. And so 
It's so funny. So listen, no, not even listen. So then grandpa didn't like, so grabs or pops didn't like it. So the way he was, he kind of like looking yeah. at pops, they leave. He's, you know, he's kind of like, Hmm, I don't like that dude that Diane's with later on in the show. He's sitting there with his bat and she's like, Pops, did you bring out Louisville to to mess with Bradley uh, or Bradley? And he, Bradley. He, she was like, and she fucking, I quote, I swear to God, she says this. Uh, don't even worry about him. He's not even from the Bay. He's from Sacramento. He just tells people that. And I was like, hilarious. What? <laughs> did, you motherfuckers. But I, I don't say I'm from the Bay. I just have Bay in my name. And so people assume right. that. But I, I always say I'm from Sacktown, the Mac town, where I put when I learned to put my Mac down. But yeah, no, I just was like, that is so funny. That is some shit that somebody in there was like, niggas from the Bay. You ain't from the Bay. You from hey, you ain't even from the, you know, Solano County. I mean, you know I'll mean? be honest. I'm always suspicious of someone who says they're from the Bay and not says where they're from. Right. I mean, okay, I hate that I'm about to say this, but especially if they're black, if they say they're from the Bay and they don't say they're from Oakland, then I'm like, well, what kind of the Bay are you talking about? What kind you know, of the Bay? And then maybe there's like <laughs> Daly City or something like that. And you're like, okay, yeah. like I get it, but why didn't you say that? Right, right. Because the Bay gives a dip. The Bay, I feel like saying the Bay centers, it centers whiteness, I think, because it's like, I'm not from that part of the Bay. I'm from. I feel like they. They they grab they grabbed that when they started wearing those uh the Golden State Warrior jerseys that mm. said the Bay on it, which I loved because I always wanted to get that because of my name. Because of, yeah. But, um, but I was born in Fairfield. You know what I'm saying? So I I'm, I'm from I'm I'm from down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm Sacramento all the way. You feel me? So I was uh, but yeah, that was hilarious about this with Byron um from Gulf Coast Customs uh the other day about how like I I say I'm from Long Beach, but I'm born in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But Long Beach is where I feel like I defined your, who I yeah. was. So it's your bracket. Yeah. And yeah, so Byron calls it your Terra, like your land, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, okay, actually, I like that because that makes sense to me. Because, yeah, like, I don't, I don't hide that I'm born in Sacramento, but like, Long Beach is where I became Charmaine. So, yeah, exactly. So exactly. that's where I'm from. And, right. you know, and military kids, like, we're from, we're from, we're from whatever city we felt the most. Yeah connectivity yeah. yeah so like you know sacramento for you long beach for me right um you know but even like now that i'm here in texas i'm like you know i'll tell people like as you know i i grew up here too like i lived right. in but i lived in kingsville and so it's funny because kingsville is such a small town it's such a it's like a deep cut for some people so someone's mm-hmm. like oh and then I'll say my dad was Navy, and they're like, yeah. "Okay, that okay. makes sense because yeah, the naval base from the base, yeah, cor- yeah. Corpus." Um, but if you were poor, you lived in Kingsville. <laughs> you didn't live in Corpus, uh, so yeah, like so I grew, you know. So there's times when I feel Texan, kind of, because like I do have foundation out here, um, and then I have a bunch of relatives out here too that I'm I've. I've met a couple so far, but I've got more more to meet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's that thing of just like. There's there is the place you're born, but that isn't necessarily your hometown. Like I know that we say it, but um, it's not my home. Right, home. unless unless you can say born and raised. Like I was yeah. born and raised there. Yeah. Um. Because yes, I was born at in Travis Air Force Base in in the Bay. 
um, Fairfield. But then, you know, I mean, it, that could be where people would be like, I don't know. That's not that's not really Bay or whatever. That's, you know, I but mean, then, it's on the outs- it counts. They count it. Right. Um, but then. Yeah, the my my formative years was all sack. You feel me? And that's that's where that's where I you when know did have you my get out there? Do you know? Because I I mean you and I met in fourth grade, but y'all were already out there. We yeah, we was always we was all I mean because we lived. I don't even know why my mom went. I think my mom's water broke, and then she had to go because McClellan couldn't couldn't take did her. They have to fucking drive to Fairfield with her water broke. With a big old bay inside of her? Yeah. Well, see, I was six pounds, seven ounces, too much premature, though. I know you were premature. I know I that you were big. an incubator, but you were born a regular size baby. I, mean, I was in the I was in the incubator. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> it's probably like, hey, I do a main, so I ain't judging you. Um, I, I, I it, it's always something I remembered about you that you that you spent time in an incubator and that you were pre- yeah. you were a preemie and that you were a normal size pre- like. Thank goodness a, mom yeah. gave birth to you early because what would you have been if she carried you to full term? Like, you know, my brother, my white brother Jamie, he was a uh, ten pounds seven ounces. God damn. and breach. God damn. No. So you know that, hey. So you know that it was probably like, mm, yeah. Uh, he. Yeah, because y'all are big on also. I mean, I think I think <laughs> also, Joneses yeah. are bigger. But yes, yes, but like, we are bigger. But yeah, but he was those still. Boys, those boys are big too. So that's wow. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Um. Anyways, uh, thanks yeah. for letting me take the break last week because yes, I, ma'am. I have my my attitude right. Um. It well, wasn't my attitude. Else. It was just a mental health. It was just a mental health break. We get that shit. We supposed to do that. You supposed yeah. to do that. Um, it's on our day. It's on our day. It's all yeah. gravy. I do. I appreciate it. Um, let's see. What else do we got going on? Um, oh, guess what I'm going to do? I don't have it planned yet, but I'm what you on? What you what you on do? So my birthday is December 3rd, which happens to be on a Friday this year. And I because we have the shop and because we have a patio that is built like a runway, I'm going to throw myself a cosplay fashion so what do it so i'm getting in december Mm -hmm. so i'm getting a couple of cosplayers together that have been in the shop so far and telling them better have your shit together by the time because we're gonna do a cosplay fashion show so i gotta get my i gotta get my um i gotta get my uh, bishop bishop together. together and uh and get down there that would be dope that okay, good. that's that's the that's uh that's my goal. Okay, my goal this year is to start to learn how to make some of my cosplay, if not all of it, right. pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, my Lady Joker was just sort of like a a costume in a bag thing that I pieced together. It was like not meant to be a Joker costume, but I turned it into a Joker costume. Um, I think I'm ready to uh, evolve into a more regal lady joker so i found a pattern for a a new coat that i'm going to attempt to make to step up my lady joker game nice we'll see what happens stay tuned the blazer yes. is going to try to figure this shit out <laughs> getting it up getting yeah. it in all try. right but if you do if you can commit to getting your bishop together that means i have to you can do your- it. Your Jubilee. 
I can do my Jubilee. That's true. That's fair because I already have it. Speaking of which, I had to dig out my Jubilee rain boots today for like legit rain. <laughs> I just do it, right? It's so funny real, that like I wouldn't even occur to me to use them. And I was like, wait, I do have rain boots, but they're for a Hold cosplay. Yes. I had to dig them out of the cosplay suitcase because I have this Wh- gigantic suitcase that has all our cosplay in it. It's funny. Like it's when you go, you're like, Hmm. That actually but has that's a practical for, application. Yeah, but that's for the. Should I use it? <laughs> so I'm sitting here wearing them in the water because my backyard did flood, and I'm just like, I need to get some rain boots since we're here. And I'm wearing rain boots yeah, when I'm yeah. making it. Yeah, so it's a problem. Um, some things are just for cosplay. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm there gonna step is. up my cosplay game. That's my goal for the next year. I'm gonna try to at least make portions of my outfit. A, a part of it, yes. At least a part of it, which mm-hmm. I, I have a taste of because I knitted my bunny ears hat for my Louise Belcher. Um, so, Bob's and and you've this. been making them masks, this is, is and I've been so. making the masks. And you know, I could sew a little even before I started making the mask, but like I've never really garment sewed. The closest I've ever done mm-hmm. it is like I made a, an apron in like home ec class in like seventh grade or some shit like that. Right. So that's and we all know I made that quilt for my mama. Oh, you made a quilt for your mama. Yeah, for Christmas. No. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna it's 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 a little ambitious, but if I can pull it off, then I'm gonna my next thing is to do I'm not gonna say it on air, but I've told you before what I wanna do, but I'll say it off of air of mm-hmm. the next thing that I'm gonna try to do. Four shiggities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't believe. All right, I guess I can't believe we talked so long, but we we had you know it was kind of like we spill over from what was going to be last week, so you're all good. That's true. Um, We did not ask each other the blurdy. What what, we do blurdy? What have you done blurdy lately? We should get some music for that. Um, But we 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 need to get somebody who we know that does music or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Budget. Um, But I guess it's. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, but I guess it's the Shang-Chi thing and the what if zombies. Yes. We didn't really get to yes. talk about what if zombies itself, but except for the T'Challa part. But um, T'Challa part, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty Because cool. I, I need to, I mean, if they're going to make a real one, I need to understand the zombie. And that's where I was going with that. Is I know they rewrote the time travel part of it. Mm-hmm. I need to know what their what their zombie rules are because them zombies was really doing shit. They was fighting and still had powers. Like that. This is why it could be pretty cool because they still had their powers and they had the knowledge of how to use their powers. Right. And terrifying. And we have to talk about how they were like a vision. Um, fuck all your happiness and all of the iterations. You and and, and, and like, y'all Scarlet can't be together. Like you are never. Romeo and Juliet. It ain't happening. You're God, league man. Yeah, they no, like, it's fuck. pretty fucked up. Um, fuck your feelings, I, I, I thought it was pretty cool though to have them have powers still and know how to use them and like still maintain like some knowledge. Like that's a, that's right. a trip. I thought the way that zombie virus or whatever you want to call it got introduced was interesting too. Like that was pretty That crazy. was, yeah. I liked how Hank Pym went small. I was like, well, yeah, won't they just like fight him or whatever? And he went small and then he bit the dude. I was like, Oh shit. I forgot he could go small. You think how, how does cat get it? Like of right. all, of all of them, like how does it like, Hawkeye, absolutely. You know, like there's some people like absolutely, but 
cap. Like, yeah, that made sense. So that, that was yeah. really great. Um, and speaking of uh, speaking of Hawkeye, the trailer drop for that too. Drop, you talk yeah. about. Yeah. I need so okay. Actually, that's a good thing. Maybe we can save it for another time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with the end cap at the end of Black Widow because it doesn't make sense to me, but it's probably right. going to make more sense to me later when Hawkeye happens. So for those right. of you who didn't so we'll kind of figure the it. end of fucking Black Panther or Black Widow, right. um, the Contessa shows up and hands an assignment to Florence. What's Florence's name? Florence is her uh, name. Florence Pugh. Yeah, what's her real name? Uh, I, I mean, do what's not her know. Movie name? Her movie Black name. Widow's sister. Yeah. Um, Black Widow's sister. Beige Widow. Beige Widow. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty funny though i will say like she she was pretty funny in that but she's good the whole thing she's of good. like her throwing her head while she's trying to do the pose to show yes uh, Natasha, i was such a poser it's so funny um, um but yeah she must be in that this that it has to be her going after him i guess um i don't know like how necessary it is like because it just didn't make any sense it's like wouldn't somebody have told the story at this point like, because I don't know who the Contessa ultimately is being driven by, because I don't right. think they're going to do what they do in the books with her. So, um, like, I, I can't quite tell what's going on. So I'm just like, who 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 wants to get rid of Hawkeye and decided to put Florence on her on that trail or whatever? Um but it makes sense, like with the Hawkeye trailer, it makes sense that he's in trouble because for five years he was slaughtering people as as the Ronan character. Um, and, you know, I fucking hate that shit. So, um, yeah. you know, if he dies, I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> I just don't, I really just don't care yeah. about the, the Hawkeye character. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm going to watch it. Uh, I know most people care about Kate Bishop as Hawkeye anyway. So, um, you know, let that shit happen. But... I, 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 they obviously have to tie it together in some way, shape or form, but I just don't know how you make it make sense that she really does buy that Hawkeye's the reason. Right. I mean, and I, I don't know. I mean, cause even in the trailer, she, uh, what's her name? Stan. I like her Haley Stanfield or whatever. She, yeah. Hey, she, she's been a good, think what, she's been a good, I mean, yeah, Think what you will, but I love the Pitch Perfect movies anyway. Um, but um, yeah, she was in that, and then she was it. You know, I mean, she's been good. She's been good. And then, did you see her out there, Matt, yesterday? I did not see yeah, her. Yeah, she, she was hiding. I'll show. You, I'll send it to you. She was hiding, <laughs> girl. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, it looks as though I mean, because today is. Um, Today is recall day in California. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I can't um, help. I'm sorry. So, I left. I did, I left too early. So I mean, from what I, from what I just got hit with was that he easily defeats the recall. But I, you know, here's the thing about the recall is that in in in, in I respect. I really don't, but I respect anybody who wanted to think that that was something that they can do because California has the rule to do it. But here's the thing: is that how how do you go from a person who won 60 some percent of a of a of a um, vote like a real vote like the governor voted right then you go and say okay i only need to get 12 percent of that 12 percent and then all i have to do is get 50 percent, and then whoever gets the most out of that 
becomes governor. Like that to me. Oh, the math. How do you respect? Yeah. How do you respect that? Uh, Regardless, how do you respect that? Yeah. And Larry and Larry Elder can suck, can eat. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of dicks, bro. Um, Like this is what bothers me when people talk about how liberal California and Oregon are. Um, because no. <laughs> like, so I mean, as of as of right now, it says with sixty six, yeah, sixty six percent in or whatever. He's at sixty six percent of the. Uh, he ha- it had to dip Ooh. below fifty, so it doesn't look like that's gonna be. Happening, I mean. I want to say I'm not surprised. I want to. We're liberal as shit. Like the California. I mean, like yeah. California. It's California, is, though. The cities are li- like not even all of yeah. the cities. San Francisco oh, and L.A., which happens to have the largest populations, but San right. Diego has um, the biggest conservative um, city population. Orange County um, is, is melting. Orange County is going down there. Now. Yeah, and the Central California is very um, conservative as well. And Sacramento. But there's not that many people there. They're just not well, densely well, populated as as the cities are. But it's populated have a, enough for for Prop Eight and for this, like, yeah. You know, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Too, right. Um, and having lived in Central California at, during um, the Trump time, um, I can tell you they are not much different than any other place where there are a lot of conservatives. <laughs> like they are about yeah. that shit. So like it makes sense that that people would try to pull some shit like this, but. Um, at the same time, I want to be surprised that like only sixty percent. Right. Like I, I know sixty percent is is high for what they're what's happening, but I'm also like, ugh, it's so gross. It's so gross. I don't understand yeah. that shit. I don't understand why people are so stupid. Um, so I guess we had a lot to talk about, but we will yeah, talk we- about more of the stuff. So yes, next time. So let's really next go time. This time. Oh yeah. Okay. So yes. Don't say I won't say nothing else. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blurred Comics, B-L-E-R-D-C-O-M-I-X-E-D. Um, and if you want to drop us a little bit of coins in the tip jar, uh, you can go to yes. coffee uh K-O-F-I dot com slash blurred comics podcast. And that's fucking it. I don't know, I'm tired. Yeah. It's eleven oh one for me. I was like, girl, you it's late. So I've been get yawning. to bed. Been get yawning. to bed. I'm yawning. Shit, I'm tired of my work to do. And we'll be back next week. Yeah. And go do some blurdy shit. Keep your blurred eye open. Love peace and chicken grease. <laughs> and then like we do about this time. Bye. Bye. Mommy made me mash my M and M. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.